Welcome back to the Broncos Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Amir, with my uh, guest today. We have Peyton back on the show from Broncos Fans Only on Instagram. Super excited to have you back on today's episode to go over some more draft breakdowns. We are going over all of the uh, 2023 edge rushers and de- uh, defensive ends in this year's class. Super excited to get this off for you guys. I hope everybody is having a great, great day as you guys, whenever you guys listen to this, um, whatever time of the day. I hope all you guys are enjoying these draft breakdowns. We enjoy doing them, so I hope you guys enjoy enjoy listening to them if you guys are listening you know just take two two seconds out of your day whether you're listening on spotify podcast make sure you guys follow leave a five-star rating um or you know let us earn it you know whether towards the end if you guys want to leave a rating towards the end and uh, have notifications turned out wherever you guys are listening and subscribe and like uh, the channel if you guys are listening on youtube but yeah without further ado peyton how are you doing today man it's great to have you back on the show your uh, your breakdowns were elite with the uh the running backs last time around yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, I'm I'm excited to be back on. You know, we're getting super close to the draft here. You know, yeah. And uh, you know, I'm I'm excited, man. I'm I'm looking forward to the draft a lot. So yeah, man. I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on. Looking yeah, for some more so- prospects. Exactly. So uh, super excited for the man. It's crazy how close the draft is. Um, obviously the draft being three days long. You know, obviously nobody's going to be talking to me during that span. Uh, I'm going to be solely focused on the NFL draft and Broncos coverage. I'm super excited uh, to get all that out for uh, all the listeners and viewers. Um, yeah, without further ado, uh, let's, you know, get straight into it. Um, so for most of you guys that know, uh, obviously at the top of the list, Will Anderson, Miles Murphy, Tyree Wilson, those are kind of the, the biggest uh, edge rushers in this class. Uh, my personal favorite is Nolan Smith. He's an absolute monster. Uh, but just for the sake of, you know, realistic reasons, we're not going to go over the top edge rushers in this class you know it would take so much for the broncos to trade into the the first round and uh if they were going to do that would it have to likely include future draft capital um or potentially dealing with jerry judy which is very very unrealistic and you know at that point i don't even know if there would be um a reason to go that route if you're dealing jerry judy away um then wide receiver would be a need so um you know, just going off of that, we're going to go ahead and start with uh, Keon White, one of the guys that's more realistic. Uh, Jordan Schultz, uh, we had him on the pod a week ago, and he basically mentioned that he's a he's a sneaky option for the Broncos, potentially if he slides down. He thinks the Broncos would be very very uh, interested in taking him at 67 or even trading up if they wanted to. So uh, that seems like a guy the Broncos could have interest in. So we're going to go ahead and start with him on our uh, edge, edge rushing list. Uh, we're also going to obviously go uh, throughout this thing. We're going to be going over defensive ends. Me and Peyton were talking a little bit about it uh it really depends on if you're in a 4-3 or 3-4 defensive system if you're a mainly defensive end in a 3-4 that's one thing but if you're a defensive end in a 4-3 you really are considered an edge rusher so it really depends on what defense they're going to obviously Vance Joseph defense is a 3-4 so a lot of these edge rushers can be classified in his defense or it can be more so uh you know a defensive end it also uh it really depends on where they were more aligned um in you know at their defense in college you know me and you talked about Byron Young out of Alabama um, he's one of those guys that's more of a uh, defensive tackle, so we're going to kind of exclude him from here. But um, let's start with uh, Keon White out of Georgia Tech's uh, Georgia Tech, excuse me. Um, so yeah, Keon White, uh, one of those guys. Uh, me personally, I have around three grade on him. Um, you know, some people have uh, kind of projected him to go in the mid second, which is fine, but. Um, he has a very impressive bend on the edge, high motor pass rusher, lacks a lot of moves in my opinion. He's kind of a, I wouldn't say a one trick pony, but um, he's one of those guys that uh, more, he, he has a good combination of speed and power, but he just, he lacks the moves on. Uh, he's going to need a quite a work work on that before it gets in the NFL. Um, he's kind of middle in the pack in terms of all his pass rush, uh, his stats with pass rush, uh, win rate, run stop uh, rate, um, you know, nothing really stood out to me on tape. Nothing wowed me. He's one of those guys that kind of uh, underwhelmed me. And I'm going to, you know, keep it completely 100% honest with you guys and these prospects. Keon White's not one of those guys high on my list. Yeah, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. You know, I got that early round three grade on him as well. But, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm not as high on him as some people are. You know, he's a great athlete. You know, I mean, good size. Like you said, he's got that great combination of size and speed. You know, he's like super high motor player. You know, he's just quick to locate the ball, you know, check down ball carriers in pursuit, you know, um, good strength. But, but like you said, he's just he's pretty raw as a pass rusher and just his yeah. like peer, his like uh, athleticism and strength like is like really what makes him win. Like at the at the point of attack, like he just doesn't really show many like finesse moves or anything that you'd like to see. And also he kind of lacks experience on the edge because or. uh you know, he kind of just shows a little bit of indecisiveness in that area. 
And he also mm-hmm. kind of has a tendency to like play too tall, get a little upright at the line of scrimmage. But like, like you said, you know, he's solid, but he's not, he's not my favorite. Yeah. I would have to agree with you. Um, he, you know, I wouldn't be too mad by the pick, but ultimately I think there's better options there. And that's kind of why I'm not completely sold on Keon White. And like you said, the indecisiveness there on the edge. Um, I, I personally, I would not be uh, drafting him there with the 67th pick um, in the third round even. Um, next, we have uh, Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. Um, I have a late round two grade on him. He's 6'5", 265. One of those guys that could potentially fall to uh, Denver's pick. I know Jordan in uh, our last episode, he took him with uh, the Broncos 67th over overall pick um so one of those guys yeah he's obviously the all-time sack leader at notre dame which is really impressive uh he plays with very impressive violent hands relentless effort on pressure and sacks wins more off the second chances tends to lose his uh his first rush attack but um not always um i often saw too many false steps on tape he lacks a little bit of power as well his size is a bit in question uh more so you know as to um obviously a good frame and size uh, like jordan mentioned on the last episode but he's kind of like is he going to play edge? Is he going to play DE in a three, four? It's really, it's really a little confusing. I'm not too sure how he would fit in Denver's defense. Yeah, I actually, I like Fos- Foskey a lot. You know, he's, he's like, he was super productive at Notre Dame. He's like you said, you know, all time Notre Dame sack leader. I mean, that's super impressive. And then he's, mm-hmm. he's another one of those guys, who's a super good athlete. You know, he uh, had, had a super good 40 time, good broad jump, you know, and he just, he, he has good strength at the point of attack. And I mean, his hand, his hand usage was really impressive. That's something that stood out to me a lot. But, yeah. and then, like you said, he just doesn't really have like the best, like balance, and, like bend around the edge. You know, he can be a little bit better in that aspect. And he uh, also doesn't have like the best strength. He could definitely put on some weight. Uh, I think that's, he will, I think he'll like specialize on the outside at the NFL level. I think, Ooh. you know, his like strength and like just overall power might have much struggle in the inside, but I mean, he, he can get after the passer. That's for sure. So, yeah, I, I have a, like a late round two grade on him, too. So, yeah, I like yeah, Fossey, though. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Potentially, uh, he slips into 67. The Broncos could look at him because he's someone, someone I've been seeing getting mocked uh, there in the mid to late uh, second round. Uh, so certainly an option there uh, as the Broncos watch uh, the boards fall. Um, next, we have Adetamiwa Adebowore out of Northwestern, um, the edge. Uh, round, I have a round three grade on him. He's 6'2", 282. So one of those guys kind of in the sweet spot for the Broncos in the third round. Um, I see him more as a defensive end than an edge rusher, though. Uh, he's a very raw raw, uh, prospect um he really only has kind of one move he has he has to uh you know master more of that uh you know finesse with his pass rush not just being kind of like a like i mentioned earlier on a one-trick pony i feel like there's there's more uh work to be done there um he's a really good run defender actually he's a great run defender um he's most effective in the inside in my opinion that's what leads me to think he's more of like a a defensive end in the nfl in a three-four system yeah yeah i mean like you said he's great athlete i mean he's and he's just super powerful that, that's why he's so good inside you know he's got like an elite combination of speed and strength i think he was fourth best uh the end at the combine so in terms of 40 time so you like to see nice. that you know he's just got really good bursts off the line like he's his ability to like gain leverage and you know just uh just i mean get to the passer really i mean he's got a super high motor you know he's just really relentless in pursuit pretty much but i mean like his uh like he kind of lacks like the footwork that you'd like to see, like the flexibility around the edge. Like you said, I, I definitely like him better inside. Yeah. And then like his hand usage and like upper body strength, I think could be improved as well. And that like, I mean, he's just, he's just raw as a pass rusher. I mean, he definitely needs to like expand his bag of tricks or however you yeah. want to phrase it. But I mean, I, I like him a lot. I, he's another guy. I don't know if he'll necessarily fall to that early round three range, but I mean, if he does, I'd be happy with him for sure. Nice. Uh, next, we have someone that I would personally be very, very happy with uh, is uh, Felix Anudike Uzama out of Kansas State. I, I wrote an article on five edge rushers the Broncos could look at in the third round, and he was, uh, you know, number one on my list. He is just an absolute beast. I love that. This is when I when I say he's one of my favorite players in the draft. I mean it. I mean Nolan Smith, my favorite pass rusher in the draft. But in terms of mid rounds, this guy is like way high on my list. Um, very explosive first step. He's 6'3", 255, by the way. Uh, moves so, so fast for a side. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. His hit power is crazy. His overall pursuit rush in the passer is just relentless, high motor, very outstanding. Um, play His play recognition, though, was just the biggest thing that stood out to me. His play recognition is unbelievable. I wrote on uh, 
the article for predominantly orange he almost sees like plays develop before the quarterback knows that, that they're going to be going that way and before the quarterback knows they're going to step up in the pocket i mean you name it he's got it this is like in my opinion most complete pass rusher in the rounds of the entire draft yeah, I think uh, he was probably my favorite out of all the guys we looked into. You know, he was just, I mean, so complete. I feel like like he just had elite combination of, like, upper body strength, like length, hand usage, all that. You know, great burst off the line. And then, like you said, he's just so instinctive. Like, he just keeps his eyes in the backfield and just does, does a nice job against double teams even. Like, he's just, yeah. he just, he's got it all pretty much, man. I mean, his, like, he's got the leg drive, you know, just push people back at the line of scrimmage. And I, th I think really the one thing that like kind of stood out to me was his he kind of lacks like elite instincts against the run. He's like definitely better in terms of pass rush, I think. But um, and then also his like in terms of pursuit, like his like his speed is solid, not great. And then his change of direction is all like he's just like uh, like agility kind of is a little a little down there. But I mean, okay. he, he can for sure get after the passer. That's for sure. I mean, he's might be one of the best in the class at that for sure. Oh yeah, that's a. I mean, he he's yeah. like I I just like I think he goes top early second. Like he's a guy who yeah I, he's I, going I, I do not think he'll be available. Yeah, I yeah I got a, a round two grade on him, and it, it just sucks because I know I know GMs are seeing what we're seeing. They're they're gonna yeah. take him early. They're gonna take him yeah. early. It's kind of it's kind of like a dream at this point, but um he is for some reason getting projected in the early third and late second by some people. So uh, we went ahead and talked about him, but yeah, easily one of my favorite edge rushers in this class. He's just so good and complete. You, know, you can barely barely find any uh you know discrepancies in his game. Um, the next guy we're gonna talk about uh, is Derek Hall out of. Auburn uh someone that I personally don't have um uh, you know as you know we were, I was just talking about how I really liked uh Nudike Uzama but I'm not as high on uh you know Derek Hall um personally this is gonna sound a little harsh but I have around four grade on him um he's 6'3 254 uh, more of your prototypical 3-4 edge rusher where he plays uh, best on the field uh you know that's kind of a little bit of in question um he has a good dip in speed though a solid run stopper uh overall just in my opinion he doesn't blow you away as a you know rush in a passer I've seen analysts take him in you know the late second early third I, I i just don't see it personally i think it's more of like a a high ceiling thing at this point yeah i mean i mean, I, I actually like Derek hall actually a lot i have him like uh probably as like one of the guys who could potentially be like the best available around at 67 i think he could wind okay. up being the best guy on the board but um you know he's just another one of those super good athletes good combination of size and speed I mean, elite level of production at Auburn. I mean, eight sacks, 11 QB hits, like 28 hurries. I mean, he just he gets after the passer. And he also, I mean, his instincts in the run game I liked a lot as well. You know, he just, I mean, his ability to just locate the ball and get after it, I liked a lot. And But, I mean, he is raw as a pass rusher. That That's kind of a, yeah. I, a theme with a lot of guys in this class. You know, just yeah. most of them aren't very developed in terms of, like, their pass rush moves. But, I mean... Um, and he has also gets a little high off his staff as well, but I mean, and he, he's just like a little over eager to like get to the passer sometimes kind of like, uh, you know, does, does, does a great job setting the edge in the run game. But, um, yeah, I like Hall a lot that he's, but like you said, he's kind of a project, but super high, yeah. uh, upside athlete guy. Absolutely. Um, the next guy I want to talk about, I also wrote about him, uh, Andre Carter II out of Army. Um, I have a late round two grade on him. I think he's really, really good. He's of the tallest. I believe he's the tallest uh, edge rusher in this entire class, actually. Um, he's 6'6", 256, just a monster. I mean, you look at his size, he's ready to compete in the NFL. Um, very exceptional power. Uh, he can get out in coverage, which was just wow. Um, I, I, you know, his average though, or excuse me, his coverage was like, I would call it average at best. It wasn't anything crazy, but just the fact that someone his size was getting out in coverage and making plays, I think he even got a pick. He, that just says a lot. He's really one of those do it all players. Um, he's good at the point of attack, high motor rusher. Uh, granted he was facing, you know, uh, scrub competition to say the least um but i mean he was producing and you can't take that away from him he's a really really good kid too great grades great teammate his family his coaches everybody respects him and says nothing but great things about him you, you can just tell he's one of those his guys who just puts his head down and works and obviously being for you know being in the army um he's a very well disciplined uh person you know not only on the field but off the field he's one of those guys who would be a great addition to your locker room but in just in terms of him on the field he's just he's just a force to 
be reckoned with. I think he'd be a, a very, very uh, good um, you know addition to Denver's defense. That would be an understatement. Yeah, I, I like I like Andre Carter too. He's another guy I have a round three grade on, like early round three. But I mean, like his just like his length, his size, and just like his combination of quickness, like with that size, it's just was I mean great. And is you know he's a versatile run defender too. And then like you said, I mean he, he's not the best in coverage, but I mean the fact that he can even cover a little bit yeah. for <laughs> a guy his size of his play style is impressive. Yeah. I mean he's just, he's I like his burst off the line is great. I mean, he, he kind of like lacks a little bit that natural leverage, you know, because of his size kind of yeah. lets guys like get under his pads a little bit at the point of attack. But I mean, he's just he's so strong. So it's like, I mean, he I, I like what I saw from Andre Carter a lot. I mean, he's he's another guy. He's a little raw. You know, he could, you know, get some more moves. But I mean, yeah, I like him a lot. And he, he kind of his production went a little down from 2021, kind of dipped a little bit. But I mean, yeah, like did. still, I, I, I like Carter a lot, though. Yeah, he had like a freak season in 2021. He had yeah, like I mean, 14 and a half yeah, sacks, I think. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. That's like I mean, first, that's like middle of the first. Like if he would have yeah. declared, he would have went middle of the first round oh, easily. Yeah. yeah, if he would have lived up to that, he'd be going first round for sure. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, the next guy, another guy I really, really like, one of my favorite edge rushers is Byron Young out of Tennessee. Um, I have an early round three get on him, 6'2", 250. He ran a 4'4", at the combine. Are you, are you kidding me? He, he's just, he's blazing fast. Uh, you know the quickness just shows up a lot on tape as well. Not only at the combine, uh, his dip and bend around the edge is unbelievable. He's just one of those natural pass rushers that was just born to do it. Uh, very impressive first step, uh, and his get offs and just quickness off the line of scrimmage is everything you want to see in edge rusher. He's one of those guys where like you see a lot of you know players in this class. Can they play de? Can he play edge? Byron Young, he he's an edge rusher, and he's someone yeah. that I think the Broncos absolutely need to be looking at. Uh, you know. I pick 67 to 68. Yeah, I, I like Byron Young a lot. I mean, he's like he's just your typical speed rusher. I mean, I mean, four yeah. four three is ridiculous. And I mean, he's he's just a, another great athlete. I mean, he was like a hundred percent hundred percentile for 40 time, 97th for vertical, and then a hundredth for broad jump. Like, I mean, Jeez, like doesn't athlete. get much better than for that. I mean, his great production over the past two seasons at Tennessee, and he's just su another super instinctive guy, you know, super quick to just locate the ball in the backfield. And I mean, and like you said, his bend and flexibility around the edge is great too. I mean, it, he's, you know, he's not like the biggest guy's length and size is a, a little bit of a concern, but I mean, yeah, I, I like what I saw from Byron Young. He's probably one of my favorite, uh, more realistic round three targets. Yeah, easily. He's everything I want in this uh, this class, and they need to add someone like that to the pass rush, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. The next guy uh, we're going to talk about, one of those guys more on the heavier side, uh, Zach Harrison out of Ohio State. Um, he, I have a round three grade on him. Um, he's 6'6", 274. Um, I don't see him making like an insane impact at the edge position in the NFL. He's more of your pr prototypical three, four defensive end. Um, he has great length, you know, at the same time with, uh, great length and reach uh, with exceptional power. Uh, he can be really slow at times that I notice on tape. Um, you know, especially when he loses his first rush attempt, it's very apparent uh, and obvious on his second efforts. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that isn't like always going to be, a, you know, very quick off the line or, you know, quick pursuit to the pass rusher. It doesn't mean that he can't be that, though, and improve that. Um, he can take very wide angles at the same time, uh, often led to him getting stuffed a lot. Uh, me personally, Zach Harrison, he's not one of those guys that I'm super, super high on like other people are. Um, but I think he's uh, the versatility that it brings. It does remind me of uh, Dre Amont coming out of Ohio State in the third round yeah i mean he like you said i mean he's like he's, he's a great athlete i mean good size and i mean he's, he's a lot his like 40 time is super quick but like you said he doesn't look that quick on film yeah like, his like I, his straight line speed is a lot better than his like actual in-game speed but i mean he's a great athlete i mean good great size upper body strength you know long arms and you know he's, he flashes like good bursts off the line but like not consistently like he's there's like some plays he's like the first dude off the ball by like two seconds. Then there's other plays he's like laid off the snap. So it's like yeah. he, he could definitely improve there. And I mean, I'm being an Ohio State fan myself. Like I know this was a guy he was like he was supposed to be like the next like Chase Young or like Bosa brother, like coming out of high school. And he just I mean, didn't live up to it. I mean, like he's obviously still good. I mean, he's going to the NFL, but he just wasn't what he was supposed to be at Ohio State. Yeah. And uh you know, he's one of those super high upside guys as a pass rusher, but um, he's still pretty raw as a pass rusher. I mean, he's just another one of those guys. And, yeah, I like him, but he's not my favorite. 
Yeah, exactly. I 100% agree with you. And he's uh, he's one of those guys who has potential. He has a ceiling, yeah. a high ceiling. But at the same time, it's just he was too inconsistent, like you mentioned. And his lateral quickness, it's just a, it's a little bit in concern. Uh, and you, yeah. you brought up a good point. Like the straight line speed is uh, definitely, you know, if you're going to say that he's fast, that's yeah. where it's at. Um, uh, next, we have someone, uh, speaking of speed, someone who's very, very fast. Uh, we have Nick Herbig uh, out of Wisconsin. Um, I have around three grade on him. He's 6'2", 240, one of the lighter pass rushers in this entire uh, draft. Um, he has great instincts, uh, can fly around all around the field, um, excellent durability and versatility. Um, he excels in coverage as well. That's a you know a, a plus there, um, which leads, in, leads me to believe that some teams, um, they may try to move in the inside. I would not be surprised at that at all. He's really good at you know tracking the ball and um just a great tackler as well um he has a nice burst and dip around the edge uh but you know like i mentioned a lot of these guys that are super quick they do lack that power that you need to compete in the nfl uh, especially with the athletic tackles in the nfl yeah i mean yeah like you said i mean he's one of those guys he's i mean his burst off the line and like his quickness and like his stability like blow by tackles around the edge is i mean super fun to watch and I also, yeah. I, his hand usage stuck out to me a lot. Like his like ability to just like swipe defenders' hands away, and like I those that stood out to me a lot. And he's just he's another one of those like super high motor players. You know, he's just in pursuit. Like you can just tell. Like he's he likes to get after the quarterback. And I mean, he, and like also, I mean, he's solid dropping back into coverage. He's not the best, but I think he does like a really good job keeping his eyes in like the backfield while doing so. Like uh, like just dropping back in coverage and then coming up and making a hit if the ball's yeah. dumped off into the flats or whatever. But I mean, like you said, he's I mean he lacks the like ideal like lower body strength, you know, just overall power to like consistently get off guys. And he's quick and his like his bend is good, but like his speed is kind of like a little bit disappointing. Like because he's a speed rusher, so you'd expect yeah. him to be. I think a lot faster than a four six five, which I mean it's. Yeah, terrible, I was gonna say but... he didn't run that fast of a time. Yeah, you'd expect him to be faster for like his play style. I feel like so that was a little disappointing. And then he, but like you said, he just struggles like at the point of attack. You know, his length and just all around strength is just you know it's not great. But I mean, he was productive at Wisconsin. I, I have a early round four grade on him, so I, I I wouldn't be mad at Herbig, but I don't think he's worth like a third at all. Yeah, he's one of those guys that he does make an impact on the field. And like you said, he was productive, but he relies too much on speed. And ultimately, I think a team is going to like take him, like, like you said, in like the fourth and try to move him to inside and see where he can do there. Because he is one of those yeah, guys that, that. That, that could definitely uh, make an impact at that position. Um, next, we have uh, out of USC, uh, Tuli Tui Pelotu. Um, I have a round three grade on him, uh, more of like a late round three uh, grade. Um, I've seen some people take him in the early round three. Um uh, he's at 6'3", 266. Uh, one of those guys that's, uh, yet again, another raw prospect who can be used all over the field. Um, so his versatility is admirable. Um, USC did drop him into coverage where he was solid. Um, he can play inside and outside on the uh, defensive line. Uh, his, his, the one thing that I will give him a lot of credit for is his short area quickness is just unbelievable. It's insane, to say the least. Um, he does lack the uh, you know the tool belt and uh, – you know, the plethora of uh, pass rush moves that you want to see uh, for a player um, of his caliber. Uh, he does have pretty bad run defense, I will say. Um, he refused, and also another thing that stood out to me was uh, he refused to participate at the combine or even USC's pro day. I don't know if you caught yeah. that, but I thought that was really, really interesting. Yeah, I, I, I know um, I couldn't find a 40 time for him. I know that. Yeah, it's just uh, there's a lot of questions around him uh, right now. What do you think about Tui Pelotu? I, I I like him. I you know he was super productive at USC at like thirteen and a half sacks. I mean he's he's super produ productive like inside. I thought I actually liked him better inside than on the edge. You know he's got good power. You know he's like super strong, violent hands. You know he's just in powerful leg drive. You know push people back. And he, I thought also thought he had like an NFL caliber spin move already. I I liked his spin move and when he used that, I it was pretty successful. So I like that a lot. And then. You know, his, his footwork and just, like, his balance for, you know, his position, I like a lot. And, uh, you know, I, I like him, but like you said, he's kind of, he's also just, like, kind of like an average tackler. Uh, like, he just kind of fails, like, wrap ball carriers and, you know, just kind of lets him slip away from him too often. And then, like, he's not, doesn't have the elite speed or, like, bend around the edge that you'd like. And he's just, he's kind of slow. But I mean, I, I like him better kind of inside than outside, but uh, I, I like him. Yeah. I think he'll probably go early third. I could see him going late second just because, wow. I mean, he of how productive he was. I mean, 13 and a half sacks, like 51 pressures. I mean, 
he was just productive. And I mean, he can get after the passer. That's for sure. Yeah, that's fair. I'm I'm one of those guys that isn't too high on him, but I can see a, a team taking a chance on him. Um, next, we have uh, another one of my favorite pass rushers in this draft is Yaya Diaby out of Louisville. Um, I have a round three grade on him. Six, he's at 6'3", 263, kind of your ideal uh, you know, size there for a guy of his versatility. Um, he's a great, great, great run defender, and that's an understatement. Um, he has a relentless motor with a good bend and ex exceptional power. Um, very, very underrated speed. I feel like not enough people talk about it. He ran a 4.51 at the combine. That's in the 98th percentile at 263 pounds. Just unreal. Um, his quickness off the line of scrimmage and closing speed is just insane. Um, it wasn't just the speed at the combine. It was the speed on tape as well. Um, like I mentioned, just getting off the ball, um, getting off the line is just really, really good. Um, and it's just the closing speed on quarterbacks for uh, sacks is really, really good as well. Um, some of the best versatility in the draft, like I mentioned, he can play defensive tackle, defensive end, and outside linebacker. So he's one of those do-it-all kind of players. And he just has that ideal size and ideal pursuit of the pass rusher to be a great uh you know defensive guy at the next level yeah i mean like you said he's super versatile i mean super athletic ran that four five one i mean he's another one of those guys just i mean plays with such a high motor i feel like i've been saying that a lot but i mean it, it you just see it in a lot of these edge rushers like you can tell well, i feel like you can tell when like a guy really wants to get after the passer and like, he's one yeah, of those exactly. guys and you know he, he explodes off the line you know quick first step and, you know, his, his quickness off the edge is great, you know, uh, and he delivers really strong punch. You know, I liked his hand usage a lot, like just at the point of attack, especially. And he's he's got the long arms, strong upper body to be successful as well. You know, just power through blockers. You know, he's not the most flexible. You know, I, I, I would have liked to see more like bend and dip ability out of him, especially coming off the edge. But, I mean, you can't have it all. And, I mean, he's slightly limited pass rush arsenal but yeah i like yaya diavi a lot i i have an early round or late round three grade on him but i mean yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't be mad at him at all yeah, easily one of my favorite players, and he's someone that I would definitely be, uh, you know, pounding the table for the Broncos to take him. Um, next, we have KJ Henry out of Clemson. Um, I have a round four grade on him. He's six four, two fifty one. Um, he has a he had a long career at Cle uh, Clemson with five seasons, racking up twenty eight tackles for loss, thirteen tackles for loss, or yeah, and uh, thirteen sacks and eleven uh, pass breakups, which is really uh, impressive. He can get his hands on the ball as a pass rusher. Um, he has a very you know pro ready build for an NFL edge rusher. He just looks like one of those guys that he he's got it. Um, he's Really hard hitting powder, a power. Um, he's a tad bit slower uh, after he disengages with blockers. I feel like, um, but he's one of those guys. There is some question around it, but ultimately, KJ Henry. I'm not one of the, the highest guys on him, but um, it, you know, when he corrects these uh, these few things I mentioned, I think he could be better at the NFL level. Yeah, I'm, I'm not all that high on Henry. I I got him like an early round four grade on him. You know, I mean, he's quick. You know, got great hand usage. You know, upper body strength, like just ability to like push blockers away with his hands and, you know, he's got good speed off the edge, you know, his quickness like around the edge and in pursuit like that a lot. And, you know, he's got ideal long arms, you know, strong upper body, you know, power through guys. But I mean, he just kind of lacks that like elite twitch, like flexibility you'd like to see off an edge rusher. You know, he like he's another one of those guys with, like a limited pass rush arsenal. And I mean, his like his lower body strength wasn't as good as his upper body strength, but, I, I don't love KJ Henry, but I, I think in that round four range, I wouldn't be too mad at him. But I mean, four, six, three, not a bad 40 time. He's good athlete, you know, just kind of not my favorite guy out there. <laughs> Uh, the next guy is, uh, you know, speaking of favorite, this is one of my favorite in the class, uh, Isaiah McGuire out of Missouri. Um, I have a late round three, early round four grade on him. Uh, he's 6'4", 268, uh, very good size there. Um, violent hands, phenomenal power, uh, hard hitter, aggressive rusher, just all these things I'm naming. He's just one of those very just mean, aggressive, you know, very to the last snap, the last whistle kind of players where he just blood shit, you know, uh, blood, sweat, and tears. One of those edge rushers, he's just born to play the position. A very productive player at Missouri. Um, you don't see a lot of these defensive linemen, you know, have the production that he does at the uh, at Mizzou. Um, he had back to back seasons of 14 tackles for loss and eight and a half sacks. There's last two seasons there. Um, just unbelievable production. Um, McGuire, one of those guys with so much upside, he can get to the he can get to the quarterback. 
Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, he's got very ideal length, power, you know, just his ability to, like, drive people back. Like, he, he'll literally just, like, make make old linemen look silly, dude. Like, he'll just, yeah. like, right off the snap, just, like, drive them back five, ten yards instantly. Like, he's, like, another one of those super high-motor guys, you know, just gets after the passer, you know, and in, and in the run game, he gets after ball carriers, you know, he's good burst off the line, you know, just he reacts well, you know, uh, and his hand usage was good too. And I mean, his Ben, like I, I, I like McGuire a lot. I'm high on him like you. I have him right in that late three, early four range. And you know, he's a, he's a little raw, and he's another guy who kind of lacks that like elite twitch and like flexibility you'd like to see. But I mean, I, yeah, I, I like McGuire a lot. Like you said, super productive, and yeah, he's another guy I'd be I'd be pretty happy with too. Yeah, so good, so so, so yeah. good. Um. Next, I want to talk about uh, Colby Wooden out of uh, Auburn. I have a round four grade on him. He's 6'4", 273. Uh, incredible hands. Uh, he can disengage contact extremely quickly off the line. Um, he swipes and moves off the line of scrimmage probably just as fast as any dra- uh, edge in this draft. Um, just really, really good in between those tackles. Um, yeah, he lined up a lot as defensive end as well, something to consider. Um, not the fastest guy uh, after um, you know the, the after the point of attack, but um, ultimately just getting off that line, uh, short area quickness. Um, I think there's some potential there, and you know at 273, uh, that that is uh, you know an important uh, you know thing that he carries in his game. Yeah, I'm not all that high on Wooden. I had, I had that late, late round four grade on him, you know. But what what he was super dominant with was his hand usage. Like, he yeah. just had those great long arms, you know, great technique to just, like, ward off blockers. You know, he's super, like, fluid athlete. He's he's another guy who has that, you know, good blend of, like, power and quickness off the line. And he's 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 got solid bend, you know, flexibility around the edge. You like to see that. And I mean, he's one of those guys who actually does have shows a variety of pass rush moves, you know, different ways to counter back inside. And uh, he's he's a little slow off the line, especially in the run game. He's just a little bit slow to like react. I feel like, and then he tends to get a bit high off the snap as well. But I mean, yeah, I like Kobe Wooden, and I think if if he's available in the fifth, I like him a lot. Fourth, kind of pushing it, but I, I like Wooden. I like him. Yeah. Um. Next, uh, we have uh, Mike Morris out of Michigan. Uh, I have a round five grade on him. He's 6'5", 275, very versatile and dynamic player. He can play edge, defensive end, and inside linebacker. So he's one of those uh, guys that can definitely bring you some uh, versatility to the defense. He isn't the most polished pass rusher um, just due to his usage, like I mentioned, everywhere on the field. He wasn't really able to kind of master one specific thing. But if you did have to say uh, one thing is, you know, his main position, it is edge. Um you know, he was even at times in coverage there as an inside linebacker, which is something I, I know teams would like. Um, he's very, he's a very uh, strong physical uh, pass rusher. He uses uses his hands very, uh, you know, pretty well with that technique. Uh, he isn't the fastest guy ever, but he, you know, he's one of those guys that does rely on power. When when it, when he is able to, uh, he's able to be uh, effective at times. Yeah, you know, he. I mean, he's huge. I mean, six five, two seventy five. He's he's big, yeah. big boy. You know, he's got, you know, long, long arms, you know, upper body strength. I mean, he, he wins at the point of attack very consistently. Yeah. He's the other guy. He's got great hand use, just like ability to swat away blockers, you know, keep him off his body. And, you know, he's got good twitch, good quickness. I, I like him a lot. You know, he's got good footwork. You know, he kind of lack another guy who kind of lacks that like elite, like bend flexibility around the edge that you'd like to see. And he also is, gets a little high off the snap as well. And I mean, he's just kind of slow. I mean, he doesn't have like the elite speed you'd like to see off the edge and like in pursuit or in coverage. But so I, I, I definitely like him as like a pass rusher more than an outside linebacker. But I mean, he, you know, he was pretty productive at Michigan. I, I have like a round four grade on him. I wouldn't be mad at the middle. Um, now we have uh, Moro Ajamo uh, or Ojamo out of uh, Texas. I have around sixth grade, maybe six three two ninety two. Um, another one of those big boys, like you uh, you said there. Um, he's a, uh, I would say he's he's a he's a defensive and not really an edge. He's not gonna have much of an impact there in the NFL, in my opinion. Um, he's a very high motor at least. He uh, he displays really good technique on his uh his rushing attempts. He's mainly a contributor in the run game. Um, he can lose his balance at times. Uh, not much of a noticeable impact on the field in my opinion um but he's one of those guys that can be a really good run defender in the nfl that's kind of what he specializes in in my opinion yeah like you said to me he stood out a lot in the run game and you know he's just super another guy super powerful you know his upper body strength you know he's just he's rarely like driven out of the play like he's just he's always there he's just he's big you know he's just 
he, he also knows like when to work off blockers. You know, he just does a good job like keeping his eyes in the backfield. But I'm mean, like you said, he's not like the most versatile pass rusher, and you know, he creates his pressure with like pure power. Like that's about it. And I mean, like he's just not not the quickest guy. He kind of struck like struggles in pursuit and like setting the edge in the run game. But I mean, he's and also kind of gets a little bit high off the snap. But I mean, he's one of those guys. He's a, he's very good in the run game. I like. I mean, that's what I like to see from him. And um, you know, he's super powerful. Like you said, big boy. But um, yeah, I, I, he's not my favorite. I I had a late round five grade on him, so you know, he, he's not my favorite. But I wouldn't be too mad about him. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's a good uh, guy though. Guy in the you know the late yeah. rounds in terms of someone who can bring you some good uh, you know like a team that's bad uh, has a bad run defense and can make an impact uh, at the defensive end uh, position. He's someone that could uh, you know bring you a good um, impact there, um, even as a rookie. Um, next, uh, someone that we could talk about for a little minute um, is Ivan Pace Jr. out of Cincinnati. Um, I have around six grade enemies, five ten, two thirty one. Um, so very, very uh, small size there. Uh, he's, he's mainly just a gadget piece for defense, is my opinion. Uh, he's not really built or not at all built to be a three-down edge rusher at the NFL. Um, very undersized rusher, like I mentioned. Just plays all over the field. Um, he can rush the passer uh, from all angles, inside, outside. Um, I even saw him you know, squeeze in between the guards a few times uh, when he's you know schemed up that way. Um, you know, he's a very great sideline, sideline tackler as well. Um, great instincts, beautiful spin move. Uh, that was, you know, one of the main things that kept him relevant as a pass rusher, in my opinion, was that spin move. Uh, very, very, uh, you know, clean there. Um, just a very, very quick player as well. Obviously, being a two thirty one, that's what's expected of you. Um, just always look. Always looking to make an impact on a play. Um, he's one of those guys that just kind of flies everywhere. He does the extra work. That was the, the big thing to me. He's, he works really, really hard to make just the slightest impact on every play. He, he just flies all, all around the field. Uh, his senior season, he had 136 tackles, 20 and a half tackles for loss, and nine sacks. So he, he can he, he can make a, a you know a huge impact on the field. It's just the more more of the question is where is he going to really be? You know specifically on a defense. He's one of those guys that's just more of like. A, a gadget player is going to be lined up and you know one you know here on this play on the inside in this play and just going to kind of be all over the field but he could be a problem for defenses if the right defensive coordinator uses him correctly yeah i mean like you said i mean 511 231 he's small that's for sure i mean but i mean i he, he's just he's such a he was so fun to watch on film like just like he had like remarkable instincts you know he just reacts really quickly you know just locates the ball quick especially in the run game you know, he's, he's short, but like, he like, he possesses like a powerful lower body, like, and he, he holds up surprisingly well at the point of attack. You know, he's like, he's super crafty edge rusher. Like you said, that spin move is NFL caliber and he's just very quick, effective hand usage as well. I mean, he just, he does a great, great job using his height to his advantage. Like just being able to like dip under blockers, you know, avoid contact around the edge, you know, and great speed and athleticism and pursuit and, you know, he, he wasn't used in coverage at all, really, at Cincinnati, which I, I would have liked to see a little more of. But and, you know, I mean, he's significantly undersized. I mean, that's that that's going to, I mean, limit him a lot. And then, I mean, he's just kind of a bit eager to uh, get into the backfield. He's another one of those guys who just kind of, I feel like, lets up, lets lanes open up for ball carriers a little too often. But, I mean, he, like you said, productive at Cincinnati. I mean, he's small. He's but he's one of those guys, like, he's just so fun to watch on film. And, like, he just, like you said, he's got that. He's another one of those high-motor players for sure. He just he gets after the, gets after the ball carry. Yeah, he's one of those do-it-all guys. And it just begs me to think, like, how often more are we going to see this in future years? Because he, he makes an impact in the field. Like, he's he's good. He's good at that. He's obviously, teams are going to question whether or not he can play edge, be it full-time there, or be a full-time inside linebacker, or whatever it is, due to, uh, like you mentioned, the lack of, uh, you know, ability and coverage. But um, he's one of those guys that could potentially set a trend in the NFL with uh, these undersized guys that can just tackles can simply not keep up with them. And uh, they're... they're Often, you know, for a guy like Ivan Pace Jr., you're going to need a running back to uh, help keep up with him. So um, he's someone that could certainly be uh, starting to tr set a trend in the NFL. And I would not be surprised at all if, like, a, a really good defensive coordinator, maybe, you know, Ezio Evero or someone in the NFL um, picks him up and just, you know, turns him into a, a very sneaky just stud in the NFL. And he quickly yeah. turns into a pro bowler because he's one of those guys, like, he's a boomer, uh, you know, a boomer bust prospect in the yeah. NFL, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree for sure.
Yeah. The next guy I want to talk about, someone my personally, my favorite uh, pass rusher in the late rounds of the draft is Carl Brooks out of Bowling Green. And hear me out. He isn't in the biggest school, very small school. Don't get me wrong, but I have around five grade on him. He's 6'4", 303, another big boy, um, violent hands, very physical player. He had over 100 pressures in his last two seasons at college. Just Un, unreal he he just has a also a very a big plethora of pass route a pass rush moves ready to compete at the nfl um he really showed it all uh excellent awareness a quick dip inside nice combination of power and uh footwork as well was really really uh good um he had 18 tackles for loss 10 sacks and four pass deflections in 2022 so he can get his hand on the ball and he's one of those guys that just does it all but because he's, he's in a small school and he's he's a bit uh oversized uh you know in terms of you know being at 303 um you know there is a little bit of question where he can go but he showed out at the senior bowl too i mean he was dominating yeah. he made a um I, the tackle out of a uh, north dakota state uh cody mock he was making him look yeah. silly so yeah uh, <laughs> i think I, I remember watching that actually yeah carl brooks is a stud man he is like severely yeah. underrated in my opinion yeah i mean like, like you said i mean he's playing against some pretty subpar competition at bowling green but like if you're going to be playing against like bad competition i want to see you dominate and I mean, he <laughs> yeah. dominated i mean like yeah. oh like you said over 20 sacks and 100 pressures in the past two years Jeez. i mean he just shows a variety of pass rush moves i mean he gets after the passer you know great bull rush and like his ability to like counter i like a lot he's just got very ideal strength size physicality all that you know i mean plays with good leverage inside you know does and he knows does does a nice job like knowing when to work off of blockers like especially to grab ball carriers in the run game and just you know, good instincts. And, you know, he's, he gets a little high off the snap, another one of those guys. And, I mean, like, I definitely like him better as a pass rusher. He wasn't as productive in the run game as I would have liked to see him be. But, um, you know, and he lacks kind of that burst, that, like, quickness you'd like to see. Yeah. But, I mean, like, in terms of, like, power and, like, I mean, like, he's, uh, yeah, I think Carl Brooks is another, like, very underrated prospect. I like him a lot. Absolutely. He is someone I definitely wouldn't be so happy if you picked him up in the late rounds, yeah. um, regardless if we even drafted someone in the third. Um, next, we have Brenton Cox Jr. out of Florida. I have a late round five grade on him. He's 6'4", 250. Um, he's someone that's kind of mixed all over people's boards, whether he's you know projecting late rounds or even around round four. Um, he had uh, exceptional power, relentless effort, uh, good awareness of what offenses and uh, are running and shows a lot of patience. That was a big thing with me. Uh, the way he's used at Florida, um, I feel like it can attribute well to the NFL. Um, he shows good patience and effort, setting the edge uh, at the run. Um, you know, just uh, also at the same time, something that dropped his stock a lot, just as disappointing year in 2022, only two sacks in eight games. Um, pressures wise, um, I, I'm not too sure how that looks, but uh, in terms of his production, it did take a big dip in his last season of Florida. Unfortunate for him. Um, he's one of those guys I'm not really high on. I have a late round five grade on him, early sixth. Yeah, I had a had a late round four grade on him. You know, he's, I think, another one of those like kind of high upside guys, you know, super fluid athlete. You know, he's got good bend, power, you know, quickness, like, or a good blend of power and quickness. And, you know, he's like, just got like super very ideal frame, I think, for like, like the outside linebacker position. You know, it's like strong upper body and like his hand usage. And I mean, he's kind of got like a limited pass rush arsenal. He's another one of those guys who just kind of wins with like his pure athletic ability. Like, he's not like a guy you'll see like busting out spin moves and stuff like that. And I mean, he's just kind of lacks that like elite or like ideal speed and like twitch off the edge and uh i don't know i don't know if you but like i i know he played eight games last season and it was i he got dismissed from a team for throwing punches against uh georgia oh yeah which was yeah actually his former team that he also got dismissed from so he wow he got dismissed from georgia and then the next season got dismissed from florida for throwing punches at georgia players so kind of a, a little bit ca potential character issues there but Hey, I mean, that's, I thought that was kind of a funny backstory about him. But, I mean, yeah, like you said, he's got the high upside. But, you know, he's another one of those guys kind of a project. You know, he's limited. And also, I don't really like the character issues. I don't know if I want to bring in a guy like that. But, you know, he's another, he's, uh, another Randy Gregory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh, – I did see that. I completely forgot to mention that. Um, 
Yeah, he uh, that could be a concern in the NFL. Uh, you know, see guys like Randy Gregory who simply just got that dog in him, but it could go yeah. a little too far at times, and it yeah. it could ultimately cost your team uh, by getting suspended and having to you know worry about uh, you know your depth issues and what whatnot. But um, yeah, he's one of those guys in the late rounds. I'm not too high on him, um, but he he will bring some good competition in the you know the bottom of the depth chart wherever he goes. Um, Next, I want to talk about Nick Hampton out of Appalachian State. Um, I have around sixth grade on him, kind of moving more to the very late rounds here as we finish up our prospects. Uh, he's 6'2", 236, one of the lighter guys in the draft uh, weight-wise. Um, Plays with uh, outstanding strength for his size. That was a big thing with me. At 236, he has exceptional uh, power and strength um, for a player's size. Uh, great season in 2021, 17 and a half tackles for loss and 11 sacks in 14 games. Really, really good. A lot of these pass rushers seem to have a really, really good 2021 season, and they just kind of like dipped off in 2022. Um, yeah. He showed uh, impressive closing speed. Uh, certainly has a lots of potential, though. Um, just one of those guys that is it's kind of just a lot of question around him. Uh, the ceiling. It, it's fairly high, but um, he's one of those guys that just had a disappointing year in 2022 and wasn't able to showcase a lot on film of what I wanted to see. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm a little higher on him than you are. Like I got like a round five grade on him. You know, he's okay. a good guy. You know, he's got good speed, athleticism. You know, uh, you know, just like in pursuit, especially, and you know, he get good bursts off the line. You know, he just does a great job like shooting gaps, like when rushing the passer. And you know, he's got solid length. You know, hand usage. And uh, I mean, he's, but I mean, his like frame, you know, he's just, he's kind of small, you know, he doesn't have that ideal strength that you'd want, you know, just doesn't consistently win at the point of attack. And I mean, he's another one of those guys who's just pretty raw in terms of like his pass rush ability and his pass rush moves. But I mean, and he just kind of, and he kind of just gets overpowered, but like, he, like you said, I mean, he does kind of have that high ceiling, you know, he's super athletic, like his overall movement skills, like just in pursuit, in coverage, rushing the passer. Like I liked it a lot and you know, he's, he'd be another one of those guys who I think in like the later rounds, I'd be fine with. Um, and our last prospect of the day at the edge and defensive end, uh, um, recap here. We have, uh, O'Shawn Mathis out of Nebraska. I have around sixth grade on him. He's six, five, two fifty, uh, incredible lateral quickness and twitch. Um, one of those guys, uh, with a solid twitch given a spot, you know, projected in the draft. You don't see many guys with a, t a twitch like his, um, show he, sh he showed a lot of, uh, flashes of explosiveness off the edge. Um, so that, you know, the, the, you know, the potential is there on tape. Um, a good amount of counter moves to his game was, uh, you know, impressive. A lot of things you see in, uh, you know, you know, pro edge rushers, uh, he was just a bit inconsistent and lacks that power, um, you know, to play at the NFL level and kind of, he relies on speed a little bit too much in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, he's good, good athlete. I mean, he's, he's in, but I, I, I thought he was like pretty, uh, like versatile in the way he can get after the passer, you know, he's got good length, you know, his bend strength, like he's kind of, Got like a couple, like kind of a little bit of everything. I feel like you know he's like just all around kind of pretty solid, you know. And he's very productive in like filling lanes in the run game, you know, just you know getting after ball carriers. But he kind of lacks that ideal like physicality, you know, like lower body strength, and just like ability to like anchor against like more powerful linemen. And like you said, like his his twitch is very good, but like I his like bend and flexibility around the edge could be better. And he's just like. He's kind of too often just like swallowed up by blockers, and his and if his like initial move doesn't work, like seems like he kind of lacks like a backup plan. And I mean, he just I mean, it wasn't all that productive at Nebraska, so I'm I'm not all that high on him. Yeah, same. I'd have to agree with you. Um, last thing we're gonna talk about today, uh, Peyton, uh, top three, uh, your top three favorite edge rushers in the draft. If you could kind of spread it out a little bit, obviously it's very easy yeah. to just say uh, those guys in the third round. But who are you? Who would you say like in terms of the depth from rounds three to six or seven? Who are your yeah. three guys that you're kind of just gonna be keeping an eye on as the boards, uh, you know, seem to fall? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I'll start with uh, Isaiah Foskey. He's one of those guys I'm, I'm going to be praying he falls. I'm going to be praying he falls <laughs> to 67. Uh, I think Tuli Tuapalutu, if I got that right, he's another guy I'm going to be praying who falls. Interesting. And then, like, uh, I like Derek Hall. And then in that, but in that fourth-round range, you know, I like Byron Young a lot, you know, Yaya Diaby a lot, Isaiah Maguire a lot. I think I've given a lot more than three, but – you know, that was kind of gives you an idea. Those are kind of, I'd say those are probably like my top five ish type of guys. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, me, it's it's got to be number one being a Felix and Nudike Uzama. I got to agree with you that just the fact of yeah. praying for edge rusher to fall. He's one of those guys that I'm just for any reason. I hope something just comes out before the draft where he just falls uh, to 67 for the Broncos. Yeah. He's so damn good. I'm telling you right away. He's going to win the starting job. Um, he, he's got so much upside, so much flexibility, everything I want for the Broncos. He's just a do it all kind of guy. Um, another guy, Byron Young out of Tennessee. I like him so much. He, the speed he brings, he's just a pure edge rusher. Uh, he's born to play that position. He's going to be really, he's going to be started in the NFL probably year one and just have a, a huge impact. Uh, yeah. Another guy that I would love also, like you mentioned, Yaya Diaby. If we could snag him and like, let's say we trade down like let's say we yeah. take center yeah, we, yeah. we take center or wide receiver or something or corner in the third uh or with that first third we trade down if we could pick up yaya diaby in that late third that's just a mm-hmm. dream come true and the same with isaiah mcguire one of those two guys i would be so so happy with that's um i'm just calling my shots and those guys right now like you mentioned me and you absolutely 100% agree uh, on those two guys. Those are those are two studs uh, waiting to make a huge impact at the NFL level. Uh, and then the late rounds, like I mentioned, Carl Brooks is just so good. He's going to be probably the steal of the draft at the edge position. He can play defensive end, edge. He, he just makes a huge impact, and he, he put people on notice of the Senior Bowl. I think he's a, one of those next guys like Quinn Miners that had a huge impact at the Senior Bowl is going to be ready to be a, star, a starter early in his uh, tenure uh, in the NFL. Yeah, I, I actually I want to throw in Ivan Pace Jr. in there too. You know, he's a shorter guy, but I just think his ceiling is super high. And then yeah. Carl Brooks, I'm gonna throw in there too as well. I yeah. I didn't try to scroll all the way down to him, but I, I'm he's in there for sure. Yeah. Well, thank uh, Peyton. Thank you so much for uh, being on today's episode. It's a good uh, time as usual. Can't wait to have you on future episodes as well. The draft is just, I believe, eight or nine days away, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, the, it just time flew by. Um, mm-hmm. Super excited for the NFL draft next week. Um, you know, day one will probably be boring, but uh, the you know, two days after that will be very, very fun to watch, you know, starting with the second round going all the way to round seven um, and to potentially see the Broncos maybe trade up or uh, definitely I 100% expect them to trade down at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, Peyton, thank you so much for coming on today's show. Uh, you killed it as usual. Um, the <laughs> draft prospect breakdowns on uh, your Instagram are really, uh, you know, cool and fun to watch as well. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. Had a great time. I'm Look forward to the draft, man. I'm excited. Just hearing that eight, nine days just puts a smile on my face. (laughs) Looking forward to it. Yeah, so much excitement building up, and I hope uh, you know same thing for uh, you guys as well. Um, if you guys are uh, w- watching today's episode, first and foremost, uh, please give my man Peyton on uh, Instagram at Broncos Fans Only a follow. I would really appreciate that uh, from the both of us. He does really, really good content. Um, you know, the best Broncos pages. Uh, he's easily up there. Um, you know, with those, I like to put you know Broncos base, Broncos fans only, Broncos alerts. Those guys up there, some really, really good people as well. Um, you know, can't wait to see you uh, here on the Broncos avenue podcast in future episodes um and speaking of make sure you guys uh follow uh if you guys are listening on spotify podcast i'll leave that five star rating if you guys enjoyed today's episode if you guys are listening on youtube hit the like button and subscribe if you guys want to stay in tune with these uh nfl draft episodes and all of the content we're going to bring we're going to have more broncos players insiders writers to recap the draft keep on uh, you know uh previewing the draft as well as we still have around a little over a week to go um if you guys uh make sure you guys are over there listening on youtube like i mentioned please like like and subscribe that you know we really really do appreciate that on the road to 1k uh, subscribers at the moment but yeah i hope you guys do enjoy today's episode i'm your host amir with my guest peyton for broncos fans only on instagram till the next one peace